Welcome to Talking Shop, the podcast all about Adobe Photoshop. Brought to you by learningphotoshop.cc. Here's your host, Dave Cross. Welcome to episode 29 of Talking Shop, the podcast all about Adobe Photoshop. I'm Dave Cross. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about upgrading. Well, good day to you. I'm so glad you chose to tune into this episode of the podcast. I'm Dave Cross, the host of this podcast. In case you don't know me from a hole in the ground, I've been a Photoshop educator since 1990 when Photoshop first came out. And I now run my education business on learningphotoshop.cc. In this episode, I want to talk to you about my thoughts about upgrading. Now, this came around because recently Apple updated their operating system to Catalina and very quickly there were all kinds of posts on social media saying should i upgrade or i upgraded now i'm having problems things of that nature so i was a little surprised by that honestly because i've always been the person the kind of person where i don't want to upgrade until i've checked it out a little bit so just because i get a notification on my operating system saying hey there's an upgrade i'm going to look very closely at it and see what the implications are and do some research and more importantly or most importantly, perhaps think about the main applications I use, which in my case is the Adobe application. So the first thing I do is I go and look to see if Adobe has anything to say. And in this particular case, I found very quickly that they did indeed have something to say. And in fact, had a list of known issues with some of their main software programs like Photoshop if you were to update to the new operating system. So if you haven't already upgraded and you're an Apple user, I would wait a little bit because there are some definite known issues. Nothing honestly earth shattering, but things like when you go to save a file, sometimes it doesn't save in the right format. Things that would just be annoying knowing that it shouldn't happen. I suggest waiting. Now, if you've already upgraded and you're having issues, then of course, the next step is to wait for Adobe to come out with an update that will address these issues. Now, who knows how long that's going to take. So it's just my opinion. But as a general rule of thumb, when it comes to operating systems, I like to wait unless it's something that comes up that says it's a security issue or something that's going to cause me trouble. If I didn't update, then I'll consider it. But certainly a major change in the operating system going up a whole version number or name, depending on what kind of operating system you use. I like to wait. In fact, for many years, I was always the person where people would say, what OS do you have? And I'd tell them they'd go, really? Because I was still back like maybe two versions ago because my philosophy was, hey, if it's working and all my software still works, I'm not that tied to my operating system to know that, yeah, but it has the new this mode and it does this and it's a new way of doing that. Uh, that that's great too. But gosh, when things are working the way I want them to be, that's kind of the most important thing to me is just having things work. Now, that also brings up the question of Photoshop and new versions of Photoshop and updating those versions and how that all works. So Adobe is a publicly traded company, so they're never going to say a new version of Photoshop will be available on this date. In fact, I remember someone telling me many years ago that if you looked really closely, you would find Adobe would say things like in the next version of Photoshop. So even though at the time, let's say it was Photoshop CS5, everyone knew that the next version was probably going to be Photoshop CS6, but Adobe couldn't officially say that until it was released just on the outside chance that they decided to first release 
5.8 or something. So it's kind of a known fact that Adobe is going to be releasing new versions of their software, but you can never count on them to tell you an exact date. So for example, another example is last year, Adobe announced that they would be having Photoshop on the iPad and said it would happen in 2019. Now, my first reaction was when I read that is probably in November 2019, because Adobe Max is Adobe's big event. And if they're going to do any announcements about anything, it's going to be there because that's when they do everything. So anytime there's new versions or new software being announced, this will be the time. Now, there may be beta versions or test versions out there earlier that people have access to, but in terms of official release, it's going to be at Adobe Max. So I think it's a pretty safe bet to say, is there going to be a new version of Photoshop at Adobe Max? I'd be pretty safe in saying yes, just because historically that has been the case. So here's a couple of things to think about when it comes to a new version of Photoshop. First, do you need to upgrade to the latest version? You don't need to. Of course, you never need to. And that's one thing that I think was a little bit confusing with Creative Cloud is people felt like they were obliged to update or that updates would happen automatically. Now, there's probably an option to have your software update automatically. I would not have that turned on because I want to make the choice on a case-by-case -case basis for the same kind of reasons that we talked about earlier with an, an operating system update is I want to just make sure everything's working. So a couple things to, to consider when you're getting ready. If you decide, okay, it's been now uh, a couple of weeks and it looks like everything's the reports I'm reading or the comments I'm reading is seems to be working well for people. That's when I would consider downloading the the update. But here's an important note to make. One of the benefits of Creative Cloud, of course, is a simpler way of installing updates because you just go to the a menu and say, yes, I would like to install this update. However, it's important to note that by default for many people, what it, Adobe wants to do is download the latest version of Photoshop and delete your previous version. Now, my personal feeling is I don't want to do that quite yet. Eventually, I will. There's no reason for me to keep an older version of Photoshop around once I know the new one is working. But let me repeat that once I know the new version is working. So make sure that when it does come time to update your Adobe software, that you check under the name of the software. So if you're using like a pull down menu for Creative Cloud and it has the update for Photoshop, look underneath it. I want to say it says like advanced options. And one of the things, there's a little checkbox that's probably checked that says delete previous version. I'm going to uncheck that. And that way, when it downloads and installs a new version, I still keep my previous one just in case. Now, over time, things have got better and there's less and less likelihood of there being issues. But for example, if you have a scanner and you have some specific scanning software or something like that, or you have a plug-in from a third party that you rely on, I'm going to make sure I have that previous version just in case, because the worst scenario in the world to me would be you're on a deadline doing something and you go to the 
use the plugin that you rely on and it suddenly doesn't work because it hasn't been updated for the new version or it needs to be reinstalled or something. So keeping that that previous version around for a while just to make sure is a really good idea. I'm going to give you some other suggestions about preparing for an upgrade, but first... It's time for the tip of the week. This week's tip actually is based on a question that came in from one of my members on learningphotoshop.cc and that was, she asked, how do you create guides that are exactly on the center of your document? And I think her assumption was she'd have to pull the guide off a ruler to do that. But instead, if you go to the view menu to new guide, you'll see there's an option for either horizontal or vertical guide. And under position, it says zero PX for pixels. Well, all you do is type 50 and the percent sign and it overrides the existing measurement, gives you a guide which is exactly centered either horizontally or vertically. Of course, if you need both, you just have to do it twice. With short tutorials, in-depth multi-lesson courses and live Q&A sessions, learningphotoshop.cc provides the Photoshop training you need to succeed. If you've listened to me before, either on this podcast or anywhere else that I teach, you'll know that one of my favorite words in the world of technology and Photoshop is theoretically. So in theory, none of the things I'm about to tell you need to be done, but I'm going to suggest it's worth doing just in case, because you just never know. So in theory, you should be able to install that new version of Photoshop and it's going to look at your old version and say, oh, I'll just bring the preferences over. I'll look at all your presets and get all that stuff all done for you. But just in case it doesn't, here's what I would suggest you do. Go through your preferences and make a few notes just to see what settings you have to remind yourself if there are certain settings that you have that you have gone through the preferences previously. So just kind of make note of them. You might even do screen captures if that helps you just so you have kind of a list of what your current preferences are. Then go to the preset manager, which is under the edit menu, and you're going to go through anything that you have customized. So for example, if you've made custom brushes or you have tool presets or you have layer styles, whatever, anything that you've customized, you can select those presets. You have to go one by one. So first go to the brushes and select your custom brushes. And there's an option called save set. Now, initially, when you do that save set command, it's going to prompt you to save into the specific folder. For example, if you're working with brushes, it'll put in the brushes preset folder. And, and while that's okay, I'm going to recommend that for this particular exercise, you create a folder outside of Photoshop and you're just going to save your presets into that folder one at a time. And that just kind of becomes your backup plan. Because what should happen is you should get asked, do you want to migrate your presets, which means Photoshop. Photoshop will look for any existing presets and move them over and hopefully that will happen but just in case it doesn't or in case when you do that you're like I have a feeling that Photoshop missed a few of my important ones then you can always manually import those presets by using the import command and going to that folder where you've previously saved all of your backup copies of your important presets. Now with actions is a little different because actions again should be migrated but I would go to the actions panel and save any custom actions you have again in that same kind of external folder just in case and I want to emphasize that all of this stuff shouldn't be necessary but just to be 
safe, that's something that you might want to consider doing. Now, if you have custom keyboard shortcuts, I would also just in case go to the keyboard shortcuts command under the edit menu and you'll see there is an option to save your set of custom keyboard shortcuts. So you're seeing a recurring theme here and that is to go through and prepare ahead of time in that whole just in case routine by creating copies or backup copies of anything you have customized. As Photoshop has progressed along, I would say that it's getting better and better at recognizing all of these things, but uh, I'm a longtime user and maybe I'm just being overly cautious, but I'd prefer to have all this stuff ready to go so that when I do decide to update my version of Photoshop, that I'm going to have all these presets ready to load in just in case. Now, the final thing I would suggest is if you have any third-party plugins, usually those companies are pretty good about updating to recognize any changes that have been made in the latest version of Photoshop, but it's well worth checking just to make sure you have an installer because sometimes it works better to reinstall the plugin than just move things over because in theory, you could just drag them into an appropriate folder. Even that is changing a little bit with Photoshop because now it's better at recognizing things like plugins and filters and things of that nature. But again, just to be safe, I'm going to recommend that you do all those things just in case. Now, some people would argue, and I would agree with them, that it's not a bad idea to do that with your presets periodically anyway, just in case Photoshop were to have some kind of nasty crash and burn, which again, doesn't really happen as much as it used to in the bad old days, but you just never know. I'd rather have a backup plan just in case rather than have to go back and recreate things like brushes or tool presets or whatever it is you've created before. So there you go. A few thoughts about preparing for and when you should upgrade. I, I will be honest and say that in the world of Photoshop, I'm certainly much more likely to upgrade right away because I know I'll have that previous version just in case. And not that I know anything about the version of Photoshop that may or may not be coming. But if I did... I couldn't tell you anyway, but be sure to check out learningphotoshop.cc once any announcement has been made because I'm sure there will be some information available to you about the new features of Photoshop. I'm Dave Cross. We'll see you next time. Please subscribe and tell your Photoshop using friends. Find us at talkingshop.show. This podcast is not authorized, endorsed, or sponsored by Adobe, publisher of Photoshop.